0: Welcome to Stories of Hope. Each week, I bring you stories that will inspire you, educate you, and give you hope. I want to thank my studio sponsor, The Motivated Mind Group, your global creative agency based right here in downtown Chandler. Today, my guest is Daniel Fulton, who is a TBI survivor, and his mom, Kathy Fulton, who is his caregiver. Please help me welcome my guests today, Kathy and Daniel. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it was a last minute thing. I apologize, but I'm glad you could come and sit down with me and share your story about TBI. And if you don't know what TBI is, it's traumatic brain brain injury, right? Right. And that could be anything. So today we're actually gonna learn of Daniel and um, his journey on how this came about, I guess I would ask. Um, I understand with my conversation with mom the other day, you're very active. I am. And you made a promise to a buddy in high school
1: I did real well I, I it was either in high school or right after
0: okay and that was to
1: to li- live life to the fullest <laughs> and then and, and never like uh, have any wi- 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 regrets re- regrets or any uh, any any wishes
0: any. Oh yeah. How many times do you hear, oh, I'm going to live life to the fullest. Well, I think I met somebody that does it. I do it too, but you're on a whole different scale of living life to the fullest. (laughs) So I want to say. And that is what you did. You're living your life to the fullest. But something changed and you're still living your life to the fullest, but just in a different capability.
1: Exactly.
0: So tell me, how does snowboarding come into play?
1: Um, Well, Snowboarding has always been a, a passion. I I grew up ski, ski boarding and snowboarding seemed like a natural transition.
0: Okay. You have to have a lot of balance. No?
1: It, it, it's learned.
0: So you went on a ski trip, snowboarding trip?
1: I... I, I moved to, I moved from Arizona to Colorado to Snowboard.
0: What part of Colorado?
1: Um south, southwestern. I'm um, t- Telluride.
0: Oh, beautiful place. It is. Been there. I love it. So tell me how did this TBI become TBI, I guess is what I am not sure how to ask the question without
1: Um well in 2009 it was the, the the first um, like power power day of the season mm-hmm. is December 9th. and um, I I uh, I watched my I was told by a, a co-worker that I, I watched a storm form over Fiji and travel all the way across um, the Pacific Ocean, and said it's it's gonna hit like in four days, I promise, is, is we're, we're, we're gonna get hit. And then I ended up switching switching shifts with my buddy Craig who I was supposed to, um, who I worked with that was supposed to have the morning off and I was um, supposed to open that shop. I ended up creating shifts with him so I could wake up and be one of the first chairs up the hill. And we know what
0: that exciting feeling is, especially fresh powder.
1: Exactly. I
0: know I ski, but and um, as we know, sometimes um, things happen. Things do. And so, tell us what happened.
1: Um, well, I, I, um, I was one of the first, like, few chairs up the up the mountain. You have to, until to right, take chair, I believe it's eight, up to left end. You have to uh, get off the chair and then go over to left, nine, and up. And there's a, a place in nine. All the people like to go, all the logos. It's it, it's called the Captain, Captain Jack J- J- Trees now. It used to be called the Logo, Local's Glaze when I lived there. Okay. And so I made my way over to over the local, local glades and um, I, w- I woke up in Arizona.
0: Mm. So you don't remember what happened? I,
1: I lost about six months before my accident and then six months after.
0: So this is probably where I'm gonna ask mom to fill in that space of blank. Okay. Does that sound okay? It does. So mom, Kathy, also caregiver, what happened that day?
2: He hit a tree. Oh. He, um, somewhere, I, you know, I've i heard different stories, but basically he, he hit a tree. D- and fortunately, the, one of the doctors from the clinic was on the mountain and got to him, um, One story we heard that people were wondering why there was a yellow and red flag wrapped around the tree. Well, that was Daniel. Um, And they took him down to the clinic. They stabilized him. I got the phone call about 10 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I was at work and they air-backed him and we got a friend to fly us up to Grand Junction Mm -hmm. and it would have been like an 18, 20 hour drive because of the blizzards. Blizzard. Blizzard. Thank you that they were happy. <laughs> okay. And um, got there, and um, we were told that he had a ten percent chance of surviving the night, and then if he survived the night, a ten percent chance of getting coming out of his coma. Mm-hmm. I was asked if I wanted to donate his organs, mm-hmm. and obviously he came out of the coma. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was also told that he would be lucky to be able to feed himself someday, and here he is.
0: Not bad. Could have been worse. No,
1: It it could have been a lot worse.
0: So I'm sure, as anyone is paying attention to this, there's always that one question. It doesn't matter if you're doing a sport or riding a bicycle or a motorcycle. Was he wearing a helmet?
2: Of course, yes, he was wearing a helmet. He cracked his helmet all the way through. Um, he had what they call uh, sharing of the brain. Mm-hmm. So his brain bounced back and forth mm-hmm. from the front to the back. And that, and as two uh, hemispheres of his brain shifted. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Here's a, a, tongue, a tongue twister. It's called diffuse axonal brain sharing.
0: Say that again. Cause you're right, it's a tongue twister.
1: Di- di- diffuse axonal brain sharing.
0: Okay, so how does that, when you're talking about the different hemispheres, what part has been altered? Because you're able to walk, you came in with a walker and your speech is slurred, but you're very point on with everything. So what, what happens in, the, in a TBI? I know that different every, injuries are different. Every, so every brain, with,
2: inju- brain injury mm-hmm. is different. Mm-hmm. Um, he pretty much had every part of each of the sections of his brain damaged. Okay. Uh, his motor skills are. His cerebellum was damaged. That's where the message sending from left brain, right brain. Okay. Uh, Were you gonna say go ahead. something?
1: Sorry. And and having my a- injury focus around my brain stem and c- cerebellum, the cerebellum, um, the cerebellum, it. It kind of, it's the thing that um, is responsible for the coordination of like, all your, your movements. Um, so that's why I, I, I talk the way I do. Um, that's why I don't have a fluid step. It's because it, it, everything is controlled by the cerebellum.
0: Okay, okay.
2: He has double vision. Um,
0: What about your memory? Do you do you have anything to remember previous to that of the accident versus?
1: I've been told and I've read that it's very rare people remember um, the actual injury injury because it's such a traumatic experience.
0: The body is protecting itself so it shuts it down.
1: Exactly. Okay. And so that's why I lost about six months before my accident and, and six months after.
0: So, how long was he in the hospital? Three months. Okay.
2: Total. Um, a month and a half, he was in a coma. Okay. And then um, we spent a time in St. Joe's. We got home to St. Joe's. And he was in acute care there and then uh, inpatient rehab there.
0: So I'm gonna assume as I have learned from anyone that has had an injury and has been in a coma or has not been able to be out of a hospital bed for a number of days and time That you have to learn how to walk and talk and eat and function all over again. Is that correct?
2: Yes, you had to learn
0: to swallow The basic things that we take for granted right and and speaking yeah. walking I mean I, I tell people all the time. I have the privilege of sitting here and talking to a lot of different walks of life, and the one thing that I always come back with is we're all one tragedy and trauma away from change. Not one person's exempt from it at all. it's what we do getting moving forward like you have done, and I understand you're still very active
1: I've tried to be <laughs> you tried to be: I've tried to be. <laughs>
0: He still snowboards. Oh, my goodness. We've done
2: adaptive sports at, uh, in Telluride. Mm-hmm. And the first time on the mountain, it took four people to get him out to his board. He was still on, uh, in a very uh, cumbersome I, walker. I believe in a wheelchair. wheelchair. Yes.
0: OK, so I ha- I'm having this visual because I my son snowboards, I ski. So the totally two different things. Right. But we're still doing the same sport. How are you able to hold your balance going down at the speeds that you would?
1: Um, The momentum is the the biggest thing of it. And um, um, having old old memory was something out of lot because I used to be such a... I I used to be a good summer.
0: Oh, you can claim it. Go ahead. (laughs) And um,
1: they they had this thing in that and at Tar adaptive sports called the rider bar okay basically is it's like a, a walker but for your snowboard uh, Um, underneath their bind, bindings which are the things that um sh- strip your your feet to the snowboard okay they basically have that two two base with the bar that comes up. And then a bar that goes across for you to have somebody to hold on to. Okay. And it has a a handle coming out the end. So a a person can can help you initiate your side and your two side turns. So So are you by yourself?
0: Or there's actually... Okay. You have assistance?
1: There's a a person with you.
0: Oh, okay. And there's three other
2: spotters with him. So there's four uh, adaptive people with Daniel at... Oh, wow. and now he's down to needing just one person. And he doesn't get out of his bindings. He just needs help getting on and off the lift. Pretty much everything else he can do for himself.
1: Basically, basically push myself through, through life because again, I use the momentum to push myself up and off the lift.
0: You know what, Daniel? A lot of people, when they have actually had something happen to them, they won't do that again. Right. That is not what you did.
1: Well, it's a good thing. I I, I, I don't remember my ac- accident. Yeah.
0: But some people will stick it in their mind saying, this. and you're right, this has happened. I'm not going to do it again because something might happen again. That's the thought I'm saying. And that's not what you have taken. You're like, no, you're like my son. You're like, nah, no, I, you know, I'm going to keep enjoying life. And the promise you made with your friend, living life to the fullest with no regrets.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> so... You're his caregiver. Tell us what that entails. Well, in the
2: beginning, it was 24-7. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't, um, I pretty much lived at the hospital. I'd go home when they made me go home. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I slept there. I would sneak and put my head at the, his foot of his bed and my feet were by his head and get underneath the covers. So mm-hmm. They didn't know I was there because I wasn't allowed to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoever sees this is probably going to be doing bed checks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then brought him home. Uh, we uh, put bed rails on his bed, like for a child not to fall mm-hmm. out, so he wouldn't fall out mm-hmm. of the bed. And, trans- you know, he couldn't do transfers by himself, you know, from a chair to a bed or a recliner mm-hmm. or his walker, mm-hmm. a wheelchair at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he needed assistance with everything. We had to help, you know, feeding, dressing, bathing, bathroom duties um, in the beginning. And gradually, he was able to learn that stuff with assistance. And he got, and he still works so hard at getting better.
0: I was gonna say, I don't know, I, this is first I've met of you both, and just, the way that you uh, present yourself and the energy you give and the things that you've already said you seem like you're a i'm gonna do this no matter what kind of attitude
1: that, that's the only way you can be
0: if everyone thought that way we would have a lot more but because we don't that's totally okay i admire you for having that we'll call it courage some people would say courage or you're so strong you just had this thought of, no, this is not where I want to be. I want to keep living life the best that I can, as any of us would say. But you seem a lot more determined that you're, especially when you're talking about going back out on the, on the snow.
2: All right. <laughs>
0: good, good for you. <laughs> Thank you. That's brave. That's I was so transportation
2: brave. pretty much the time. He okay. takes what they call um, dial-a-ride or a paratransit uh-huh. uh, arrangements to get to places. Um, we have to, you know, help him with the the walker. Mm-hmm. Um, we d- added a room addition onto our house. It's kind of like a mother-in-law suite. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, in the house with us. Mm-hmm. We tried him living independently for a short while, but the roommate situation didn't work out. I was hoping he would make friends, mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't. It was so stressful on me, oh.
0: not... Well, when your mom, for sure, We can relate. I think the other part is, um, I think it's great that you were trying to have him be able to live on his own and he wanted to. And this goes with anything in life and anybody is, there are people that don't know how to relate to someone's different abilities or something that's happened to someone like a lost, a loved one, or you being a, a physical thing that they don't understand how to engage or be there for you. And that's not right or wrong. That's just how we're created as human beings. And so. I think it's a great thing that you actually tried that, but again, we all gravitate to something that we can understand or feel comfortable with, and and then for that I say I'm sorry, but in the meantime you get to hang out with mom and dad like you you know.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> fun. <Unfortunately. laughs>
0: like all kids want to, right? No. <laughs> I, I, I
1: get d- like d- d- dinner almost. I, mean, I was just good, I Look guess. at that! You always have
0: food, and you don't have to yep. worry about coming over to do the laundry. <laughs> um, so. I don't know if this is an appropriate question or even a question that has an answer. Have you had frustrations in the ve- what was your fr- most frustration, most, excuse me, most frustrated moments in the very beginning when you had to start all over to be where you are today?
1: Um I think communi- communication's the most frustrating thing. Um have p- people just like it just nod, nod their head. Yes, like they, like <laughs> p- people understand what I'm saying. But really, like, you you can tell like, in the eyes, like they really have no clue what I'm talking, to. what I, what I just said. And and, and knowing that they have no clue, that it just flies over the head. So
0: when you talk about communication, because communication can be broken down in different ways, are you talking about because your speech is different that they have to actually, and I say this carefully because we're all guilty of it, I'm guilty of it the most, is we talk really fast or we come across someone who has a, a language barrier, and so we're not sure to slow down and actually listen to what's being said. Is that the communication you're talking about?
1: Yeah, um that people getting embarrassed by having you maybe repeat yourself or ask, mm-hmm. asking you to repeat because they don't know what you just said. But. And um, that's the most frustrating thing is knowing somebody does understand understand you, and then, and then ending their conversation, but but not in their head, and,
2: yeah.
1: and and basically ignoring you, okay. or not, like sometimes you, you you end your um, conversation with a, with the question and the the answer never comes
2: <laughs> and they don't give him uh they assume he's not real intelligent mm.
0: because
2: of the way he speaks i, I no think, one has ever said that right, but right. um
0: that goes with yeah. communication and all right. language barriers i'll have to agree with you just like for me if someone was speaking a different language and i'm like I'll do the nodding of the head too or I'll say can you repeat yourself because I'm sorry I didn't understand and I want them frustrated. I want to actually know what they said so I get that part. Um, You talked about the the communication part. What about when you actually had to go through all of the learning how to do everything all over again? Did you get frustrated? Because you're in your own mind and you're having to push the exterior of
1: everything. To a a, a certain do degree, like really, like you remember being able to do this stuff. So really, like I, I, for instance, I, I use a walker, and I I know I I know I can do I can't do things like I, I'm not gonna be able to get up and run run a marathon. Heck, I can't even even run around the block.
0: (laughs) You can't even run around the block. It's okay, I don't either. (laughs) Um, In all of this, what was your most frustrating part? Because I know when you talked about learning that he may not survive, then you brought him home and you had to go through all the steps to where he is today. What was your most frustration?
2: Uh, Probably... Probably it was with insurance and getting him oh. the therapy and mm-hmm. that that he needed. Mm-hmm. Our in- he was on his own insurance and uh, we would be at one place for therapy and they'd quit that mm-hmm. location mm-hmm. and we'd have to find another location. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of work, you know, keeping him in therapy and wondering if, um we we're going to have the finances to continue. Now that it's it's awesome, mm-hmm. but um, that was very very difficult. Um, people giving advice sometimes very frustrating, mm-hmm. uh, not because they haven't lived the situation.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody thinks that they have the answer.
0: I can understand that. Um, so moving forward. Do you still go to therapy?
1: I I do to a certain extent. I go to physical therapy. I think I'm going to start up occupational therapy. Occupational therapy? Occupational. Okay. Which is basically, I don't I. I, I don't know how to explain it but basically o- occupational crime kind of in- encompasses everything you have some occupational therapists are um are very f- physical um very physically or- oriented and then for instance I saw uh, an occupational service in my pro in my room. Return to work program.
0: I was going to ask next before I ask my final question. Return to work. So you're not currently working.
1: I, I am.
0: Oh, you are. What are yeah. you doing?
1: Um, I, I work for a benevolent. Employer. He was my. He's a, a good friend. He is a good friend. A good friend with my dad. Okay. Um, he owns a all insurance office.
0: Oh, insurance. Okay.
1: And he, he since um sold the office, or uh, his book of business, and um, um basically my he, he sold my business with a com- company.
0: Okay, so he, he scans. He does
1: scanning for them, okay. is what he does.
0: Yeah, but it, it's, it's still, you're doing something that I'm sure makes you feel independent.
1: Exactly. And
0: you can still do something that makes you feel like you're a part of society, right? Yeah. You're doing something. That's awesome, thank you, that's very inspiring. you welcome. Is there anything I did not ask that you want to share before I ask my final question?
2: Everyone should wear a helmet in any activities that they do. I'm a big advocate
0: on the helmet. Understood. We had our conversation prior to this online. Yeah, <laughs> totally understand. Is there anything I didn't ask that you want to share?
1: Um, really a person with their brain injury is um, is is capable of doing anything an able-bodied person would be able to do maybe not to the, sh- uh, the same extent and, and maybe a little they may have a, a little bit more difficulty but you can pretty much do whatever you want if you put your mind to it.
0: Ooh, that was powerful because I have met many people and the word disability has been told it's a different ability and you yourself just said that even though you have a different ability you are still capable of doing something that you want to do your dreams follow them uh get outside of that comfort and and dream and do
1: get back on your snowboard get
0: back on, get back on your snowboard <laughs> i love that so my final question is this me with all the questions if I only had one question to ask an individual to get an idea of who they are or what they're about, it would be this question. And I'm gonna ask mom first. Okay. And the question is, what message would you like to leave everyone based on your journey of life?
2: Oh my. Just just live, you know, just be grateful that you wake up in the morning and uh, just appreciate everything that you've got around mm-hmm. you. you know, I I love morning times and um, I'm just so grateful that I, you know, still have Daniel.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. Thank you. Same question for you.
1: I'm really just live live life to the fullest. I n- never like, hold back.
0: And I do. And my son says, Mom, not so much. (laughs) So thank you. Um, I say this all the time, and I just had this conversation um, because something I learned this afternoon prior to you coming in here, and everyone is one tragedy or trauma away from change. It's true. And this is very true, right? There are people who didn't survive an accident that was the same as yours, but you did, and you get to live it a different way, and this is your new norm for both of you. Everyone that has been a part of your life, it's not just you, it's everyone is affected by it. And so um, I do understand live life to the fullest. And the other part is, and I said this earlier today, is um, we always say tomorrow, right? See you tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll wait till tomorrow. But tomorrow really doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Because someone didn't wake uh, up today and there was no tomorrow. So it's what yeah. are you doing today?
1: What are you doing now?
0: What are you doing now? Being in the present. Yes. Thank you. Thank you both for being my guests today.
1: You're welcome. Thank, thank you for for very us.
0: Thank you for your courage.
1: You're welcome.
0: Your strength. I don't like to use that word too often because it could be taken in a different, different view. But um, thank you for being who you are because you're making a difference. Thanks. And um, so is mom.
1: It feels good having me see that. It's true.
0: Thank you. Yes. Thank you to my studio sponsor, the Motivated Mind Group, your global creative agency based right here in downtown Chandler. If you have a story you want to share, know someone who has a story that can help someone else on their journey and give them hope, please email me to the address of stories at christinehotchkiss.com. And if you'd like to be a sponsor, you may also email me to the address of stories at christinehotchkiss.com. Until next time, everyone, I wish you well and you take care.